what is it you've always known should be possible that you've never been able to find? Welcome to the Access Consciousness Radio Show, where we give you the tools to change anything you cannot change and create everything you desire in a different and easier way. Now here are your hosts, founders of Access Consciousness, Gary Douglas and Dr. Dane here. Hello everyone, it's Andrew Gardella, and today I have a special, you know, so much, I don't know, I always say special guest, but I have an amazing guest, a fabulous guest. Uh, I don't know. What, what, a, what another good way to describe you, sir? I like I like amazing and fabulous. Special okay. makes me seem, I don't know, like special sometimes has a connotation a of, of being a bit, yeah, or just a bit like dismissed. You know, it's like, oh, well, he's special. You know? Oh, well, that we're not here to dismiss you today, you know. So, okay. everyone, okay, good. I have uh, Christopher Hughes with me. It's such a delight to be here. Thanks so much for having me. So um, today, Chris, we are talking about where does choice live? Well, good question. Where does choice live? I'm I'm calling in today to be on the show from Brisbane, Australia, and you're in Cleveland, Cleveland Ohio. Ohio. So, so I, just, think, I don't know. Does it live there? Does, does choice, choice live in, in Brisbane? It can, but for some people it does. For some people it doesn't. Does Joyce live in Cleveland? Uh, I don't know. Sometimes, maybe. You know, I I think a lot of people would argue that it doesn't. You don't make a choice to live in Cleveland. Right. Well, I see a lot of people walking around no matter where I go, and a lot of them seem to think they have no choice. And even some of them do say they don't have choice because of where they grew up. Because mm-hmm. it's funny, you should bring up that thing about... You don't, people, well, people didn't choose necessarily to live in Cleveland. Well, what if that wasn't true, first of all? I know for myself, I grew up and was born in a really small town mm-hmm. in the middle of Saskatchewan in Canada. It was cold. It was the cold, flat, boring bit in the middle of Canada. And I grew up my whole life going, oh, my God, I cannot wait to get out of here. And I saw a whole lot of people that I grew up with who limited to find their choices based on what was available to them where they lived. And I was always the weird one going, yeah, but hang on, there's got to be more than this. Like, let's, let's go, let's get out of here, let's do something else. Yeah. And it wasn't like I thought choice lived somewhere else. I just went, wait a minute, we can have a bigger world. There is more available and more possible. I like that idea. I like more yeah. possible. Exactly. So how many people out there listening to this call are limiting and defining their choices based on where they live? So everything that is for everybody, can we destroy and uncreate it all? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. And the other thing I think it's really interesting is that we have this idea that choice comes from a place like right oh if i'm in this place i'll have more choices but if i'm here then i don't have more choice or if i'm like you like it becomes like a place you know well you know even the place doesn't have to be like a physical place on earth it could just be like oh once i you know have this degree or once i like have this amount of money or you know, once I get right. married, then I'll have right. real choice or something. Like, then I'll have choice. Right. 
Exactly. But right now, I don't have choice. If I was pretty enough, I would have more choices because pretty people have doors open to them that aren't open to other people. They get more choice than everybody else. That is true. That is true. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> Hold on a minute. Well, it's true if you buy it as true. If you think yeah. doors are closed to you because of how you look or what money you have, it is, uh, it's absolutely true. But what if that wasn't the case? What if what was actually true for choice was that it didn't look at all like what people think it does? What if choice was actually the willingness just to go, yes, no, okay, change my mind, yes again. Chris, that just did, that's way too complicated. You just simplified choice, and now I'm complicating. It's complicated. Okay, good luck. Have fun complicating it. But <laughs> it's my choice. Huh. Well, exactly. But that's the nature of choice. Choice isn't what people think it is. Choice is is also not necessarily an action. Mm. Choice is actually a willingness for something to be or come into existence. Because with anything in your life, like, okay, let's say for me right now, what I would like is to buy properties. I, we, I have a house with my husband and we would like another house and we would like a property on the Sunshine Coast, north of Brisbane. It's a really beautiful spot by the beach and we would like a place there and we would like a few different things. So a lot, what a lot of people would do is, and this is how they think choice works, is they look at the money that they have or their certain circumstances and they base their choices around that instead of going, now, wait a minute, what do I actually really want here? Okay, these are the things I would like to have in my life. This is the energy that I would like my life to be. I'm choosing it. And that's all it is, is the willingness to go, that's what I'm headed for, yes. And then start to look at what are all the things that I can do or be to have that choice come to fruition and have it actually actualize. Because there's a difference between choosing something and actualizing it. Mm. Actualizing is when you actually put it into motion and actually start to do something so that it becomes your physical reality and it can come into your life. So you make choices on top of your choices. Yeah. Well, it's like probably the most um, interesting analogy I've heard for this was where I think we were both at a class with Gary Douglas in Rome this year called The Art of Creation. No. What was it? Art, was of, it greatness. The art of Creation. The Art of Greatness. And he talked about creating your life as a painting where some people are looking to just do a Jackson Pollock painting and splash one blob of paint on the canvas and be done. Um, he said, what actually creates your life as, as a work of art and a masterpiece is when it is a collection of thousands of brushstrokes that all contribute to the whole. So it's not one, you're not looking for one choice to have the things you're asking for and the things that you'd like to have. You're looking for all of the choices that you can make every day to contribute to it. Mm. It's, it's a bit like a friend of mine, we're having dinner two nights ago and we were talking about our, our businesses. And we've been in business uh, each individually. We used to work together, but now we sort of are 
have our own individual businesses, so we know each other pretty well. And we were talking about what we've learned over the past sort of 10 years of being entrepreneurs. And she was saying how people are so funny that they think that there is a choice that you'll make to get your business out there. Like if if you end up in a magazine or on a TV show or in a commercial or something, that that's going to create your business and suddenly you'll be a success and you'll have lines around the door of people coming. And we were both laughing about it going, God, it is so funny. That isn't how it works. It's, it's, that's one drop in the bucket of thousands that add up to accumulate to the success and growth of your business. So everywhere that anyone is looking for the one choice to rule them all, to create their life and business, can we destroy and create all that? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And I think that's really, you know, when we talk about where does choice live, it's actually looking at, well, it's not just one choice that's going to get me to where I would like to go. It's it's a multitude of choices. You know, it's a it's every 10 seconds you have a choice. Okay, well, if I choose this, does this is this creating the future I want? If, the, if I go this way, is this going to create the future I, I desire? So. Exactly. Uh, everywhere all of you out there have misidentified and misapplied what choice is as, okay, I want to make, make one choice and that sets me up for life and I never have to choose again. Will you destroy and uncreate all of that? Yes. Ooh. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and And some people may be thinking that their life is on sort of a negative trajectory or always on a downward spiral because of one choice that they made. You know, how many of you out there have a regret or a choice that you identify as maybe bad or destructive that have set your path, set your life on a certain path? It's like, what if that wasn't true? What if every choice was just good for 10 seconds? And then you could choose again. Which is why what we were talking about before, there is no real shortcut here. It is actually painfully easy to just choose and create. And it's so much easier than the energy you have to use to resist creation and resist creating your life. But well, I, yeah. you have to keep choosing. I, and I think, I think that's you, you were brilliant with that is, you know, cause I got the awareness, like you said, well, what if that wasn't true? We all have these quote unquote mistakes and these regrets and everything. What if that was just one choice and in, in the ocean of choices you made? Absolutely. And, it had, and it had no relevance to the rest of your, you know, the, the oh, life going oh my, forward. Oh, oh my God, I'm having the, the strangest memory flash flashback from when I was in grade. Oh, it must have been four or five. Like, I was a young kid. But my social studies teacher was teaching us a, a, a course or a special topic within our, our class on slavery. And so <laughs> he got the students and he split us in half and he made half the students slave owners and half the students slaves. And if you were a slave, you had to go to your slave owner's house in the morning and pick him up from school and carry his books and do what he asked you to do and what he told you to do. And... Uh, can you sense the disaster coming? No, um, this is perfect. I'm liking this. I'm just hoping I'm not the slave. So, no, I was the slave. That was oh. me. I had to be the slave. I and I went to this 
I went to this kid's house, and you know me well enough to know I'd be a terrible slave. No, no, and, no. Uh, I think there's going to be an uprising. Yeah, well, no. What he decided he was going to make me do when I got to his house in the morning was drink whiskey. And I was like nine or something or eight. And I got, we got to school and I drank some whiskey and we were doing something in class and I was sitting at my desk and I wasn't feeling very well. And I vomited <laughs> in front of the whole class, just right on my desk in front of everybody. And it made this, it was this big kerfuffle and the, the teacher had to call my parents and bring them in that I was drinking. And then my mom got pissed off at the teacher that the teacher was condoning these activities leading to this kind of behavior. And but I ended up in a spiral of judgment for years thinking I was a horrible person because of this one choice that I'd made. Okay, how many of you out there have have drank too much one night and then judge yourself for it. Everything that is times a godzillion can we destroy and create it all. Yes, right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shards, poison, beyonds. By the way, I don't know. You know, I I think the other thing is, by the way, if this is your first time listening in some weird way, you know, you you haven't heard of Access before and this is your first time listening. Um, So all the stuff we're doing, we're talking about, if you want more information, you can go to theclearingstatement.com and that kind of explains, you know, the, the clearing and the weird words we're saying. I just, you know, I think it's funny because I always assume that there's no new people listening, but sometimes Some, they might be adventurous. They might be brave. Someone made a choice and got on the call. It they made a choice. Some, some of the weird words we're saying, because, you know, sometimes we say weird words and there actually is no real explanation. No, the, those, those weird words, they're just weird words, you know. Yeah. Um, but I think that it's, it's really... I think we should be coming to a break sometime soon, but you know, when when Skype goes weird, I never know when the break's coming up. So you well, know, we just have, have just different choice. choices. Yeah, it's just a exactly. choice. I, I, but I think that's also really interesting in in a way that we say it's just a choice, as it's dismissive. You know, because anytime you're using just, it's like a, a justification. Oh, it's just a choice. Like, well, but it's it's it takes the significance out of it. Ah, yes. Because people go with a choice and they go, oh, my God, if I make this choice, it's going to make or break me or create my life or destroy it. No, it's not. It's just a choice. Yes or no. And yeah. every choice, with every choice you make, you create awareness, you create more knowledge, you create more possibilities. See, you make a choice to go one direction or with one thing and that opens certain doors and closes others and gives you more insight into one certain direction. Like say, for example, in my business with the Antique Guild, I've run it now for quite a few years. It's going on about seven or eight years that we've been open. And I've I've tried in the last week to change the way we schedule things. Whereas I used to be one of the guys on the floor eight hours a day handling everything that came up in the day what I've tried to change is, instead of me doing that, me going in for three, four hours, when I want to, as I want to, having awareness of what everybody's doing and then leaving when it works for me. And I was like, yeah, I'm not going to roster myself on anymore. And I was asking Gary Douglas about it, and I was like, you know, what do you get? Is this going to work? And he's like, well, are you trying to come to conclusion about what it's going to be before you actually choose it? Mm. I was like, oh, yeah. Right. And he's like, just choose it and see if it works. And if it doesn't work, 
you can always change it. Yeah. That's the nature of choice. You can always change it. There you go. So, you know, that's that's how it goes from here. With Oh, he's typing. Maybe it is time for a break. I don't even know. Or maybe we're on like 20-minute breaks. I don't know. It's just a choice, you know. Oh, okay. We have two more minutes, Chris. So we can give them two more minutes of choice. Choice conversation. Get it? Cool. Choice conversation. It's like grade A choice. So basically, where choice lives, as far as we've uh, determined so far, choice lives in your ability to say yes or no and actually have something or not without a point of view. I think it's just, I like the idea of just choice lives. It's like a Frankenstein movie, you know. It lives. It lives. It rises. It walks again. But I think that, you know, when you first started out with the idea of just like, well, you have choice, you know, so just acknowledge you have choice and start looking at actually, okay, well, I chose this. What can I choose now? What other choices are available to me now rather going into the wrongness of that one choice and how that predetermines the rest of your life based on that one choice? What if that's not true? What if you can choose something different? Yeah. It's like you just you just made a choice recently to get a new apartment. I what did. did that choice create? Uh, lots of work. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we could talk back more about uh, more back about. There we go. More about my choice to have an apartment and what it created after the break. So uh, keep on listening. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back with Chris Hughes after you know a few short commercial announcements. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Here's what I love about the pearls of possibility. They come to my email inbox, just pow, there they are. I'm laying in my bed, I'm taking a nap, pow, pearls of possibility. Two, they're all the latest and greatest clearings that Gary and Dane are creating on the Voice America calls just delivered to me. So my lazy ass doesn't actually have to listen to the freaking call every week. I can just get the clearings. Hello? And three, it's $10 a month. You don't have to pay $50,000 to fly to Africa and, you know, be first class and be fancy all day and go to a class. No, you could lay naked in your kitchen if you want and listen to these things. They just show up. It's $10 a month. Why are you not doing that? So if you want to be a lazy ass like me, sign up for the Pearls of Possibilities at www.com. You guessed it, pearlsofpossibilities.com. That's www.pearlsofpossibilities.com. How does it get better than that? Have you ever stayed at a place that alters your reality and you become more as a result of it? Have you ever been to a land so joyful that your whole body lit up? We have a very special invitation for you. The chance to pre-purchase a night or three at two of the most unique places on the planet, Castello di Borgone in Italy and Proa, the resort in Costa Rica. A purchase that will create a different future for you and a different future for the planet. To learn more, just go to projectpossibilities.com and reserve a future night for you at the lowest rate to ever be offered. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You're tuned in to the Access Consciousness Show. To join in on today's discussion, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. 
1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to va at accessconsciousness.com. Now back to the show. Hello, everyone. And we're back talking about choice and where it lives and how I chose to get a new apartment and what it created. There we go. So, you still so, with us, Chris? Yes, so I'm what did still. It create? Well, it, you know, I think that it's, it, it amazed me because I, I realized, like you were saying, you know, you don't know until you actually make the choice what gets created. You just have to choose and then, you know, see. Because you're like, okay, this looks like it, or it's like, I, I get this is the direction I'd like to go, so I chose it. And then you move in, and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is a whole different idea about, you know, growing up or being an adult or, like, all the things that come with actually having your own place that you don't really realize until you have your own place. Yeah. I was like, I was like oh, I have to do this now. And, like, it just changes things in my life, which is interesting. And I'm like, oh, I now have to take care of a few more things, and I have to to be a little bit different, but then you also have your own place. So your own like space, it. your own place. And if there's a teacup left on the counter, it's there because you left it there, and that was your choice, not because yeah. of anyone Some didn't lot. clean it or didn't do it or whatever. But it's the funny thing is, it's like you said, people have this idea before they do something of how it's going to turn out or what it's going to look like or what the result is going to be in their life, and that is almost never what is true. Yep. You know, it's like I've done a lot of classes and had jewelry shows at different times based on what I assumed and concluded was going to be the result. Like I did my first solo Right Voice for You class this year in Dublin, and uh-huh. it was right before Access did a major class. Mm-hmm. You know, they had this huge class in Dublin, and there was 350 people or something there, plus more online. And I, I thought, well, if I have my class right before, there's some people that are in the neighborhood. It'll probably be easy for them to attend both. And there's mm-hmm. lots of people here. I'm doing it at the same venue. This is going to work, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, is that a real choice or is that a point of view with a question mark attached? It's, um, it's, a, it's a choice to, to have a conclusion. I mean, yeah, <laughs> it is a choice to have a conclusion. Exactly. Just a choice. But yeah. I think, you know, I, what was brilliant about it, though, because I was with you, you know, kind of through that process and just like the awareness you get from it and like, you know, each choice you make creates. So what it created for you was a whole bunch of like, you know, you now have a, a different perspective on all like how to create classes and kind of what works for you and what doesn't work for you. Yeah. And I would actually not change what I chose at the time because the awareness that I got from the choice that I made was pretty incredible. Like, yes, there's the pragmatic side of like scheduling classes and actually listening to the, my awareness of what is going to work and what isn't not based on basically facts or, you know, when you look at the situation and you're going, okay, well, I see that all, all of these factors. And so as a result, this is what will occur. No, Awareness doesn't work like that. And when you're making true choice, true choice isn't based on any other factor. Mm -hmm. It is totally from pure awareness. And pure awareness is actually subjective. It's not, it's not, it's from your, and by subjective, I mean, it's totally from your own point of view. It's not from anything else. 
So the awareness I got from making that choice where I got to see where I was being totally objective in my choice, going, like operating from all these different points of view of what I wanted to create. See, when I say objective, sorry, I'm rambling a little bit here, but objective, people think of objectivity as ha- being impartial and having no point of view, and that if you're truly being in awareness, you would be totally objective. But the way people are actually using objectives is you use your objective to determine what you will choose. See, if your objective is... I'm going to have I'm going to have more money. All of your choices then are based on that and achieving that as a goal. Mm-hmm. It's not right or wrong, it just is. But that's not but you you're cutting off a whole lot of possibilities that could be available to you if you were actually choosing from just your awareness of what will this create if I choose this. And then getting the energy of that and choosing to go from there. Mm-hmm. True choice is actually a very rare thing for a lot of people. Almost everybody is choosing based on their validations and justifications of what they would choose and their objectives of how they've decided things should or could or would turn out. Yeah, and well, you know, I so I think well, I think we should do. So, and another thing we were talking about, you said is like the reference points. You know, or, or yeah. like the basic, like we're basing choice on a, a reference. So, how many, how much choice are you refusing with the reference, or how many reference points is reference points is how many reference points is, reference points are you using to refuse the choices you could be choosing? Everything that is times a godzillion will you destroy and uncreate it all? Yeah. Ooh. Well, right and wrong, good and bad, pod and pock, all nine shorts, boys and youngs. Oh was, boy, Chris. I was going to do the pod pock part, but I chose not to. Okay. Well, we can uh, here. So, ready? Round two. Are you? Are you? Yeah. Are you going yeah, to choose? I'm to ready do it? now. All right. Are you I'll ready? Right. To do it. Well, I'll leave I'll it as a surprise. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm just going to choose, and I'm going to see what that choice creates. Okay. And then, okay. So, how many reference points are you using to refuse the choices you could be choosing? Everything that is times a godzilla will you destroy and create it all? Right and wrong, good and bad. You gotta keep me on my toes. I see what's going on here. Yeah. I well, see, I see. What if what if nothing in your reality was predictable because it was all based on choice in the moment? It wasn't based on anything <laughs> predetermined. Yeah. Well and I I oh my gosh, it's so simple in a way but what you're talking about is that's how we use these reference points and these objectives it's like we try to predetermine our life before we even actually start you know it's like you plan out your whole day and how it's going to go without having even gotten out of bed exactly so so, and then you plan out your whole life before even actually having you know gotten out of bed well the thing too with when you do that when you're basing all your choices on those objectives and those reference points is if anything shows up contrary to what your decision is or what your what you've decided your objective is, then that is wrong or it's bad. Yep. It has to show up a certain way if if you're operating from these objectives. But if you're actually really are just having choice, which is true choice has no point of view. And anytime you have an objective that's informing your choice, you've got a point of view. Yeah. So, 
so how many how many reference points and objectives are you using to refuse the co choices you could be choosing? Everything that is times a gazillion will you destroy and uncreate it all. Yes, right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pop, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Yeah, because it's like you have a thousand, a million, gajillion choices available to you, but you limit yourself to five or six. You know? Yeah. So if you truly had no objectives, what would you choose? Ooh, yeah. I like that. If you really didn't have any objectives or reference points, what would you choose, Chris? Yeah. Well, I do that sometimes all the time. If I'm if I'm looking at a choice I need to make, say, for example, again, in, in on my business, I go, okay, so this staff member isn't really working out. Do I need to fire them? Do I need to have a talk with them? Do I need to change what they're doing? And when it's, it's not clear for me what choice to make or what's the what path is going to create what I'm looking for, I will always ask myself, okay, if I wasn't thinking about this, what would my awareness be? And if I wasn't thinking about this, what choice would create the greatest outcome? Because it's the thinking that determines all the objectives and the rationales and the justifications for everything you choose and have. Mm-hmm. So, so okay. you guys um, can take it and use that. Yeah, I don't. I don't know where else we're gonna go with that. You know, I was just like, that was good, Chris. I was like, oh yeah, and then I stopped thinking, and then I lost my train of thought, and then I was <laughs> like, well, there's an interesting choice. Exactly, but but that space that you're talking about of having like nothing in your head and no thought is like that is where you need to function from if you're going to really have true choice. Because as, we, as we've been saying, most choice is from thinking. It's from this having this mental acuity and clarity they think they need or people think we need to be able to choose. But in actual fact, that ain't, that ain't the case. That space that you're talking about of having not a thought in your head, slightly dizzy, kind of kind of fuzzy around the edges, that's where choice can create the most because you're just looking not from a point of view but from, huh, what would be fun now? Okay, that. Yeah. So everything that brings up or lets down for everybody out there, can we destroy and uncreate it all? Yes, right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And who's... Whose blank mind is it anyway? Is it yours or are you perceiving somebody else's blank mind? Oh, I didn't even think. I think it's 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 a collective blank minds. Exactly. Exactly. Cuz that's the thing too with with objectives and reference points is most of them are not actually our own. We just perceive them in the people around us. Okay, so let's say for example did when you moved into your new apartment, did your mother have a point of view at all about you moving into your own apartment? Oh, yes, just a little one. Right. So did she have a particular objective or a reference point of what that was going to mean? Mm-hmm. She did. Yeah. So thankfully, 
you have a bit of awareness and a few tools that you can go, oh, that's what she thinks. That's her point of view here. Okay, that's fine. What am I going to choose, though? Yeah. And that's actually what it was like for couch shopping. You know, it was like, because I I was looking for a couch and it was just taking a while. And I was like, okay, usually when I I go looking for things, one, I, I find it pretty easily. Or I, I know what I want. And I was like, I'm not having a really good idea. And then finally I went, okay, well, there's all these other people that want, you know, like have all these considerations about what kind of couch I have because they might want to sleep over on it, you know, that, or they want to like, it's like this is their style or this is, you know, but none of it actually had to do what what was going to work for me and my apartment or that I liked, which is, you know, I think part of the real gift of me choosing to have my own places is all of a sudden, like you said, it's always like, if you want to leave a teacup on the counter, it's because you left a teacup on the counter. So it's like, and you get to actually see what more of like, okay, well, this is what, what, what is it that I would actually like to choose? Not in reference to other people or based on other people's reference points about what they think I should choose. Exactly. So uh, everything that brought up or let down, we all destroy and uncreate it all. Yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys, and beyonds. Yeah. 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 Cool. So what else can we choose? Uh, yeah, good question. What else what can else? we choose to talk about? Yeah. I was, I was like, really funny because, you know, I was like, all of a sudden, this like, we the first part of it just flew by. And then now we're in this, like, slow zone of like where it just seems like we're we're talking for well, long times but well choice is a bit terrifying for a lot of people <gasps> so that's right think, you know when you actually get to the prospect of really choosing and choosing for your life and choosing to have a life and choosing what would actually make you feel alive and be fun for you you kind of have to slow things down because it might get too fast too exciting and too hard and too much of what you'd actually like so we can't have that let's just like make things slow so we can manage it yes have many so slowing your life down so that you can manage your choices can we destroy and create all that yes right and wrong good and bad pot and pock all nine shorts boys and beyonds i like that chris that was brilliant yeah see it, it, that's 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 called having a special life like you said, when you had your special guest who's a little bit slow, you have to have a special. If you want to make special choices and have a special life, you'll slow everything down so that you can just be special. Well, but I think that's it's when you actually do, because we were talking about the, the significance of, of choice, too, and how yeah. there's people put the significance on it. But when you actually put a significance on a choice or put a significance on making a choice or then you actually do slow your life down. When you're like, okay, I'll choose this. Okay, no, I'll choose this. Okay, I'll choose that now. Like, okay, that was cool. I'll choose this now. Oh, okay, I didn't realize I had this choice now, but I'll choose this. And it actually, your life speeds up again because you come out of the significance of how, like, the right or wrongness of your choices. Exactly. And it's so funny because some choices actually do create incredible amounts that you just did not necessarily expect. Like, Years and years ago, I was kind of doing the the gypsy of consciousness thing. You know, I was rolling around from one country to the other and not really committing to being or doing anything or living anywhere, just having a good time. And 
it was about the time that Gary Douglas invited me to manage the Antique Guild. And I was like, huh, no, I won't do that. And he went, okay. He said, what, what about one month? And I went, yeah, 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 okay. I'll come for one month. That'll be fun. Because that was the level of commitment that I could handle in terms of choice that didn't freak me out or, you know, make it into basically a prison from my point of view. So mm-hmm. I made that choice. And from that, so much was created and so much would occur. It was basically in action, the energy of elegance, where we talk about elegance being the greatest amount of impact with the least amount of effort. You know, you make mm-hmm. this choice and it goes boom, 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 you know, a thousand doors open as a result. And that's what mm-hmm. occurred. And the reason why I was thinking about this was I was looking through my uh, silver collection this morning as I was putting some dishes away. And I saw in the cupboard the first piece of silver I ever bought, which is this little pair of salt and peppers that are really cute. They've got little spoons and they're just little open salt and pepper bowls. And choosing them, when I saw them, they just had this energy of like, wow, that. Choosing them created the start to a, for a place in my world where I could actually choose a job like I have now, which is actually so much the energy of what I love my life to be. Mm-hmm. So we're, I think we're about to go on break, but yep. I'd be very happy to talk more about that. Yeah, so we'll be coming back Yeah, with elegance and choices after the Elegant break. Choice. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The BARS is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a BARS session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a BARS class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? When you walk through the world truly being you, everything and everyone is invited to change. Join Dr. Dane here throughout 2016 in his unique classes on being you. Whether you've been asking for something greater, looking for a way to change your life, or longing to change the world, Dr. Dane's Being You classes crack open a world of ease, joy, and possibilities. For a list of Dr. Dane here's upcoming classes and resources on being you, go to www.beingyouclass.com. When you're pondering the big questions like, is there more than this? How can I have a happy relationship? What would it take to like my body? 
And how do I make more money? Where do you go for information and tools? Check out the online store at accessconsciousness.com. Accessconsciousness.com has books, DVDs, instant video and audio downloads, online classes, and so much more. Subjects include abuse, changing your body, recovery, raising children, business techniques, tools to generate more money, how to have better sex and healthier relationships, just to name a few. At accessconsciousness.com, you can also find facilitators who teach local classes on a variety of subjects. Accessconsciousness.com, your one-stop shop for tools to assist you in changing your life. All of life comes to us with ease, joy, and glory. Go to accessconsciousness.com to learn more. Build a better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. You're tuned in to the Access Consciousness Show. To join in on today's discussion, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to va at accessconsciousness.com. Now back to the show. And we're forward, we're here, and we're talking about choices. Elegant choices. And so we have a caller. Should we take the caller or should we go Let's on? Let's take the caller. Okay. Karen. Hi. Can you hear me? Yes. yes Hi, Karen. Hi, Chris. Hi, Andrew. Um, so um, I am in a new phase of my life, and I realize that all I can get to do now is I have no more excuses. I just get to create. Um, it's exciting. Um, and I'm realizing how many, you know, things that come up because like, it's like everything is like going pretty smoothly. It's almost like pulling me along. Um, and I'm just wondering what, how much more ease could I have with choosing because it's like a not very exercise muscle and I just kind of like stump myself now. Right. Well, Here's the thing about not very exercised muscles. You have to start. And sometimes starting is not the easiest thing. So let's here can I'll give you a, a short example from my life that applied yesterday. I was having a a, a moment of freak out yesterday as I've recently added two or three new businesses and new things to my life. And I was going, ah, I don't feel that attached or, or engaged with some of them. What's going on? And a friend of mine said to me, she said, well, have you ever noticed in the past when you've not been engaged with one of your projects or one of your businesses? And I went, huh, not really. It's never really bothered me or or if not really had the same awareness. So she said, so are you actually exercising a new muscle here that you hadn't acknowledged? And I went, oh, yeah, I guess that's true. So is it possible, Karen, that you've opened yourself up to a level of choice that you've never had before? Yes. 
I have. Yeah. Because it's like if you have the awareness that quote-unquote choice isn't the easiest thing for you or that it's a new muscle, you apparently have an awareness of your capacity to choose that you've not had in the past. Because it's not like it's never been there before. Right. So, would you first of all just acknowledge that you do have an amazing capacity to choose? <laughs> okay, yes. Right yeah. wrong, good and bad, pod and talk, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Pod and talk here without asking. And, and what if you could ask yourself every day, okay, what choices could I make today that would be fun for me? Because... It's, it, the, the, okay. What if your only what if your only point of view with the choices that you made was the creation of fun rather than something else? Okay. Um, it's, so it's like I I have to go in like a, a forward direction. Um, and well, that's an interesting. And it's point like I just it just keeps going faster than 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 what happened before so it's not yep. comfortable for me i guess right so it's that not... discomfort so are you trying to slow down to avoid that discomfort <laughs> oops yeah okay so everything that is times a godzillion we destroy and uncreate it all <laughs> okay Right and wrong, wow. good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. I really like this, Chris. You know, I, I never looked at it as, you know, when you have to, when you actually get a sense of choice, what most people, what you want, most like want to go to is avoiding having that choice by slowing your life down and making sure you can, can manage <laughs> all your choices. Yeah. Well, I don't know, Karen, how much, how many access conscious classes you've done or if you've done any at all, but something I've noticed over the years, because I've been taking classes, et cetera, for over 10 years, what I've noticed with a lot of people who are brand new to what Access creates is they'll suddenly almost stop their life. Like they'll, they'll get to this point of having so much more space, so much more awareness, and so little point of view about anything that they'll just kind of sit on the sofa and watch TV and go, uh... And it's the same thing. We, we get uncomfortable with the speed and the pace of, of true change and true possibility and what we're actually capable of as beings that we will try and limit and slow that down so that we can find the reference point of the pace of change and growth that we are used to and are comfortable with. So is there a process I can run on myself to help me to get into, to step into that discomfort and to make a practice of that. So what if you could get comfortable with discomfort? <laughs> that would be really what awesome. energy? So what energy, space, and consciousness can you be to be as uncomfortable as you truly be for all eternity? <laughs> and everything doesn't allow that. Times a gazillion, we destroy and create it all. Yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, pawn, pock, all nine shirts, boys and beyonds. What if you could run that clearing for yourself 30 times a day for 30 days? It's just a choice. <laughs> okay. Sounds good. Thank you very much. Thank you. You're welcome. Noise. Yes.
Well, I mean, we, we got like, you know, like a little bit of time. Should we? So talking about elegant choices again and everything, Chris, you're having yeah. a cow soon, you know? I am having a cow soon. Moo. Well, it's really funny, actually. <laughs> well, and here's another good example of choice because I, uh, I've been needled and needled for years um, to start this class series called Creation of Wealth. And I wasn't doing it and I wasn't doing it. And finally I went, all right, what the hell, let's do it. I'm going to get off my arse and actually start this. So we were starting to play with this class called the creation of wealth and going, okay, what would it like to be? What would it like to look like? Do we need to create a logo? All of this stuff. These are all choices that you have to make with, with the creation of your life and the creation of your business. And I've had this with you a few times before, Andrew, where mm-hmm. <laughs> we just started playing, mm-hmm. just started goofing around and playing. And mm-hmm. funnily enough, Albert Einstein said one of the greatest forms of research was play. Uh-huh. Um, and I was going creation of wealth. Okay, well, if, what if we made a logo with the initials C O W? Oh, wait, C O W? Huh? Cow. <laughs> hmm. That's kind of funny. But then we started playing with it more, and I was like, the golden cow. You yeah. You're not supposed to, you know, and the and the Ten Commandments and Moses, and you're not supposed to worship false idols and the and the golden cow, and and then we were like, yeah, but. Isn't it funny? You know, we could ask questions like, what could you milk for more money? And <laughs> so we're running with it. And I'm excited I like to start. It. And we're doing it. It starts uh, December 3rd, 4th, and 5th. It's a three-day um, call on Zoom for an hour and a half each day. It starts at 7 a.m. Queensland, Australia time, which is usually about 1 or 2 in the afternoon, uh, central time in the U.S., and it's with me on Zoom. We're going to be talking about creating a life, making choices that add wealth, add more, add fun, add everything. And uh, Mr. You, Gary Douglas will also be on that call. Yeah, you're going to be having a cow. Yeah, we're going to be having a cow together. I think it's, I was like looking at it on Facebook and I was like, why is there a cow on there? Like it was just, I was having a slow moment, you know? And I was like, cow. And I was like, <laughs> Why? Why is there a cow? I was like, because it was funny. No, but I, I didn't. I didn't even realize that the creation. I didn't look at creation of wealth. C O W. You know. I was like, why? What is the cow? I like the cow. I just don't get the cow for some reason. Wait, and then it finally dawned on me. I was like, oh cow. Oh, this is great. I like it. So yeah, exactly. Have a cow. Yeah, and whoever knew that you know cows could create wealth? So well, you there can, you go. You get milk, butter, and cheese. And yep. steak from them. Yeah, you can you can milk it. You can you can get you can get their hide it. and make leather. Yeah, you can do all kinds of stuff. Yeah, so having a cow is a good kind of thing. So if Absolutely. you could, um, just so if you, if you want to find more about that or just more about Chris's upcoming classes and stuff like that, you can visit accessconsciousness.com/slash Christopher Use. Um, is there, do you have another website that people yes. can find? Well, with? actually, uh, it's not on my personal website yet. We're in the process of building that. But if you go to bit.ly slash the creation of wealth, that'll take you right there to, to, uh, there you where go. you can, um, yeah, where you can, where you can register or read more about it. Um, yeah, cause it's, it's so funny when you start to actually play and make choices based on that, because you know, you come up with these ideas goofing around, 
and go, oh, no, that's too easy. That's too funny. I can't just choose that. Yeah. And as soon as we actually did choose that cow, everyone was going, oh, that's, uh, well, that's I think, great. Let's do I think, it. And it's more really the energy of, you know, because part of what the creation of wealth is is actually not making any of your choices right or wrong. It's like when you don't come to or take, like, have a point of view about right or wrong, then you actually do get the creation of wealth because each choice you make creates something. Exactly. And and that's the thing is what pe- people don't realize is wealth isn't actually pearl necklaces and, and candlelight suppers and, and having gold coins in your pocket. For some people it is. But if you have those out of necessity, that's not actually true wealth. Wealth is having an abundance of possibilities available to you and a yeah. willingness to use anything that will create greater so when we're creating wealth, that's what we're actually creating. We're creating a space for you to have more possibilities in your life and more choices available to you yeah. without a point of view. Boom. I like it. And I think I, th- I think that was a good point to, to end on, you know, because that's a mic drop, you know. Boom. So with that, everyone, I'm Andrew Cardella, and thank you, Chris, for, you know, Christopher Hughes for being on. Your special guest. Yes, my special, fabulous, amazing, most choice guest. Noise. Well, that's I always another like it. definition of choice. Choice also means of excellent quality. I know. I was trying to tell you that earlier. I'm you sorry. My pun. You oh. I was so hurt. Oh. Um, but oh, anyways. Oh, okay, great. Um, I always love having you on the show, so really thank you. This show has been Thanks fabulous so for me. Thank you, Me everyone. I never, for, I never know what we're going to get when I get on here, but I, know. I love being on here, too. That's why it's so fun. Um, so next week, um, it's a pre-record for all of you that are going to listen because of Thanksgiving, but we'll be back live the following week. So uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. And that's the show today on Access Consciousness, uh, the Access Consciousness Show on Voice America. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye. We appreciate you joining us this week for the Access Consciousness Show on Voice America. To find out more about Access Consciousness, please visit our website, accessconsciousness.com. Be sure to come back next Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition of our show with Gary Douglas and Dr. Dane here. Until next time, have way more fun than you're supposed to.